Okay, let's do this. Here's we'll say, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Excellent. Are you going to come stand on this side so that they can hear us? Both of us? My voice projects. I know nobody has an issue hearing me. You, I don't think they hear so well. So I don't think China has an issue hearing you. I don't think so either. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, this is... Oh, Vicky. <laughs> and Vanessa. And our podcast is Cream and Sugar, Not Necessary. Because why? Because we drink wine. There you have it, folks. So today's topic was uh, viewer or listener suggested. Yes, I'm walking around the room. And it is the hardest things about growing up and the best things about growing up. So Vicki, how about you start this? Uh, well, first of topic. all, I'm going to start by saying I'm not in, like I'm not loving this topic. But I will do my best to comply. <laughs> All right. Um, so um, I don't, I guess I'm going to start with, um, so what is it? It's the best the things? Hardest things? The hardest things about growing up and the best things about growing up. I I think. Or maybe aging. Maybe we should say aging. aging. Maybe aging. Yeah. Um, an age for, a, <clears throat> a certain age for a woman. You know, Well, I guess. In a woman's life, there's certain markers as you go along in life where, you know, different age groups comes with a different set of issues. Like, you know, when you're a preteen, you start getting your period and PMS and all the awkwardness that comes with that. When you, you know, start to leave your 40s, then you have that whole menopause and premenopause and incontinence and <laughs> all so those things. are the best things or the worst things? No, no, things? I'm just saying that there are certain markers along the lifeline, you know, and that women sort of have to have to deal with. And none of them are really exceptionally positive or great things, I don't think. I mean, I guess having your periods positive, you can have children, but it's not, it's not a great thing. I guess it depends on the era. Like, remember way back, way back uh, with Judy Blooms, Are You There, God, It's Me, Margaret, who couldn't wait to get her period because all of her friends had it, but yeah. she didn't. And then they had wear those fucking belts with the pads attached to them <laughs> way before our time. Thank fucking God. <laughs> you know what? I think I actually wore, I, I had to wear one of those after I had my daughter who is now in her 30s. And that's what they sent me home with. One of those freaking... Really? Yeah, and in a belt. Fun. Sounds like a because great time. I guess maybe the hospital was behind, but I mean, like when I got home, I obviously put on you know something that was a little bit more familiar um, to my generation. But yeah, I maybe I that's to... because you're from back east. Oh, they also sent me home with a recipe for making baby formula out of carnation milk. Yeah, that might be because you're from back east. Yeah, well, I'm back there. That explain. doesn't happen in BC. Or didn't. And Austin's only four years younger. I can't. I, you know, I think my children had Similac first or, uh, you know, canned formula for, you know, I think maybe until they were like five or six months and then on to the. I you were going to say years. What? I thought you were going to say five or six no. years. No, no. I was going to be like, okay, let's talk about that. 
<laughs> no, no. But I mean, canned milk is, is I find is drank more. Um, Back east? Yeah. You know, you walk into everybody's kitchen table and there's a crib board and a can of, you know, evaporated milk, evaporated milk and one of those cigarette rollers. You yeah, pack the I, tobacco and click, click. Well, know? I don't know about the cigarette roller, but I only know that because that was what was always on my grandmother's table and she was from Nova Scotia. Yeah. So the evaporated milk and so, tea or whatever. Yeah. Anyway. Sometimes I, I'll put canned milk in my coffee just to be nostalgic. And that's, I'm like, oh God, I can't believe I actually used to like that. All right. But anyway, aging, <laughs> aging. Aging. I See, don't know. As we get older, we have more freedom, I I suppose. Or well, I I guess that just depends on what path your <laughs> age is taking you on. <laughs> you know, some of us don't uh, are don't have the freedom because some of us have chosen to um, take on their grandchildren as a full time commitment. So that long pause. <laughs> let's, let's pause. Let's take a moment of silence for for uh, Vicky's lack of social life due to. <laughs> we can't even finish the sentence. All all joking aside, I mean, I would I would never change it for the world, and and it's and it is a blessing. But I know it does throw kind of a wrench in your plans because <laughs> well. uh, you know. Not always available to she's always whoop gonna, it up. She's always got to leave home. She's always got to leave early. I know. Yeah. He He's my, okay, well, here's something for aging. Um, sleeping. Yeah. Do you find it's getting worse? Like, because I've never been a great sleeper. No, I've never been a great sleeper, but I'm definitely not sleeping. I, I slept I, much better when I was younger. Yeah. I, I know that uh, you and I both struggle in the going to sleep and staying asleep. Um, uh, you know, issue yeah. there. And men don't seem to have that problem. No. We were having this conversation on Saturday night while Tim was asleep on the couch at 8.30 p.m. And he's, I don't know if it's just, I'm sure it's not just me, but I get ready for bed and I have to, oh, get my coffee ready for the morning and put my clothes out for the morning and make sure all the lights are off in the house, make sure the doors are locked and, you know, uh, probably a half an hour long list of things to do. And Tim's like, okay, I'm going to bed. And he turns off the TV and he walks down the hall and he strips down and climbs into bed. And fucking five minutes later, he's like, that's <laughs> it. Yeah. Well, there's actually a little <clears throat> um, poem or story that I read by Joyce Myers. She's um, an evangelist or spiritual speaker or whatever term you want to put on them. Um, and she says, you know, uh, a woman says to her husband, Okay, I'm going to go to bed and, um, and, um, you know, she gets up and she feeds the dogs, makes the kids lunches, puts out the cereal bowls for breakfast, changes over the laundry, you know, does like 80 things. Right. And then, um, goes to bed and the husband says, well, I thought you were, I thought you were going to bed, you know, she's like, well, I am. And then, you know, husband says, I'm going to bed. And he walks upstairs and goes to bed. Takes off his clothes and goes to bed. Right. Yeah. I've read that too. <laughs> it's a very different, different world that we that we live in. I, and Men I and women. Don't like to get up in the morning and have to look for things. And and Tim can get up in the morning and make his lunch and figure out what he wants to wear and do a bunch of other shit. And I'm like, yeah, no, no. Morning people. That fucking irritates the, fuck? the hell out of me. I know. 
Yeah. Yeah. I, do you think we would be better morning people if uh, if we slept? <laughs> Maybe. I'm an okay morning person if I don't have to be around anybody. And I, I just, <laughs> just want to say, I don't want people giving us any suggestions on how to go to sleep and how to stay asleep. Because do you honestly think that we haven't explored every freaking option out there to man in our 45, 46, 47, 48, 49 years of age? We have done it all. We cannot stay asleep. Bottom line. <laughs> She's not bitchy or anything today. <laughs> I actually slept very little last night. <laughs> I slept very well last night. I didn't. I did not sleep well. And it and it is getting worse with age, um, the not sleeping thing. I mean, I, I, I don't remember being this thirsty and having to pee so much in the middle of the night. Oh, no. Well, I slept well, and then Tim got up and went to work, and I went back to sleep. But I wake up every two hours and go pee. Oh, the, so that's one of the hardest things of growing old. Your bladder has shrunk? Has it? I don't know. I'm I don't guessing. Know. I don't know. Or I don't Yeah. Well, they say you should drink a nice cold glass of water before you go to bed because it helps with your blood pressure. You got a bladder the size of a squirrel. Maybe. Do I don't know. Remember you say that about Don Moya? She had a bladder the size of a squirrel because she had to pee every like <laughs> 10 like, minutes. I know. I, I didn't say those things about her. I said much worse things. <laughs> But that's a, that's another segment. So, <laughs> all right. Well, I don't know. The toughest, the, the the best things about growing old are probably just the knowledge. If you knowledge, knew the things yeah. today that you didn't know, or if you know, if you knew the things then that you know now, things would be <clears throat> easier, maybe. Well, I don't know. Easier, you or? know, ignorance is bliss, right? So. I don't know. I I mean, child rearing, I mean, having Dominic now, I do find um, Sage is a little bit easier. Um, it would it would be a lot easier if he didn't come with the set of challenges that it comes with, but. Um, oh, I don't know. Fuck. By the time I've only got Benjamin from 7.30 in the morning to 8.30 in the morning every second week, Monday to Friday, and in the afternoon, and by Friday afternoon, I'm like... <laughs> exhausted yeah but you're not conditioned i'm conditioned for it right because i've been i've been doing this for almost seven years with him so i'm kind of conditioned you're just a you're part-timer right so you're not conditioned <laughs> for it. one at home but she's pretty easy but yeah well sydney easy well she's <laughs> she's not always easy emotionally <laughs> okay but i don't parent her a whole lot she comes home she has her homework she goes she does her sports she goes to work she's a pretty Independent. There we go. Independent. She's independent. Child. Not easy. Independent. All right. There you go. But I I mean, so I guess a positive thing about growing older is having grandchildren. It is. Right? And we're that, having more grandchildren. Yeah. Yeah. You're having more grandchildren. Yeah. And no, I'm but, and I'm going to have to parent another child. Oh, there you go. Both <laughs> due in March. Both due in March, March 17th and March 23rd. Right. We'll have a bunch of little additions running around. I mean, I do get kind of excited. <clears throat> oh, look, I'm getting a little misty-eyed. <laughs> when I when I think about, you know, March and all the little babies we're going to have running around and stuff. Um, but yeah, it's uh, They don't come out running around. Well, I know what you mean. You know what I mean. They'll be running around next summer, uh, yeah. toddling around. Toddling around. Toddling around. I'm just a little bit excited because it better be a girl. Yeah, I know. I, I'm feeling a female vibe, so one of them has to come out female. 
I mean, we have a 50-50 chance. <laughs> and that is Vicky's knowledge on uh, genetics right there. <laughs> There's a 50-50 chance it will be a boy or a girl. Or an alien. All right. <laughs> so I guess, you know, um, what, what else are we supposed to talk about? The being younger? The pros and the cons of getting old. You know, okay. So, so you talk about getting you, younger. You talked about like, um, you talked about, you know, knowledge and wisdom as you get older. And I said, you know, ignorance is bliss. You know, that too, like being, you know, um, naive as a, you know, um, 21 year old woman. Um, you know, that, that came with, with some pleasures and some not so nice experiences too, you know, living in that. I don't think I'd want to be in my twenties again. If you could pick an age that you could go back to, what age would you go back to? Uh, Mid thirties. I think forty-two. <laughs> a specific. Age. A specific. Forty-two. <laughs> so that was before Dominic. <laughs> <laughs> Oops, I was right around the time I think I acquired him. Um, you acquired him. I acquired him. Yeah, uh, the stork literally flew in and dropped it off on the doorstep. <laughs> All right. No, I like the 30s, mid 30s. I found like um, around the 42 mark, my 20s, my 30s made more sense to me. Yeah. And then the rest of life is still a mystery. But I don't think I'd want to go back to my mid 30s because I was still, you know, looking through life through. Um, rose-colored um, naivety glasses. And then at 42, it kind of all made sense. I don't, I'm 48 and it still doesn't make sense. That's <laughs> because I, you don't care. <laughs> you don't care to know. <laughs> you care a little? A little. About some things? And I'm I care. vote this year. You're going to vote? I'm going to vote this year. What, uh, okay, so that's a positive about getting older. You get to vote. So what's... So I've never voted before. This will be the first year that I'm going to vote. And I think it's got something to do with the whole pandemic thing. And I spent six months watching Bonnie Henry and Trudeau and Horgan almost daily. So I'm going to vote this year. So you... you See, I'm a little bitter because I don't think that they have... They should have called this election during the pandemic because it, it it's not necessary to do it right now. They could have waited. They could have waited. And I, I, I think it's, I think it's, um, to me, it's a little, let's get them while they're down type of a scenario. Maybe he doesn't want to be in office anymore. He's hoping he'll be voted out. No, I don't think that's it. I, I think, think what he said was he was calling it because he wanted to make sure that the people had who they wanted to best represent them throughout the pandemic. But I'm not really sure. I haven't watched the platform. And you can I, put I a lipstick on a pig and it's still a pig. I mean, he's a politician. He's going to say what he thinks is going to sound best to the to us minions. I haven't listened to it. That's what I've just been told. I haven't listened to their platform yet, but I will take the time to do that. My daughter, my middle child, will be, is going to be totally surprised when she finds out that I voted because normally I just tell her. Do you really think this is I'm a conversation you should have with Carson? I'm not going to have a conversation about the politics with her. It's just going to be, hey, I voted. Yeah, I think that's going to be a trigger. <laughs> <laughs> Why? She'd vote. Yeah, I know, but she... Her card's right here. Are you going to vote for her? 
Don't answer that question. No, I'm not going to vote for her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to vote for myself the first time. I'm not voting for somebody else. So what's making you do it this year? I just told you. Oh, because of the pandemic? See, this is the part of growing old. She can't remember what I said. <laughs> no, I just wanted to make sure that I, I understood. <laughs> because I've just watched so much of it oh, over yeah, the right. past six months. Right. Paid right. attention to what Trudeau had to say and what Horgan had to say and the other politicians. <clears throat> within our country. I mean, I will vote. I just feel it's a little slimy to do it right now. That's all. That's my opinion. You can like it or lump it. I don't really give a shit. That's just how oh, I... No, that's my line. <laughs> that's just how I feel. I just think it's poor timing. It's poor timing. Too soon. Not the right time. No matter what kind of spin you put on it. Alright. So... We've talked a lot about growing old, but what about your childhood when you think back on? <laughs> my childhood? My childhood is pretty boring. And you know why I'm giggling. Yeah. Well, because of your childhood? Because of my childhood. My childhood was pretty non-eventful. Uh, my parents separated when I was 14 and I lived with my dad. <laughs> and he wasn't really a hands-on father, so I pretty much raised myself. So do you... Did, that shocked me that you lived with um, Conway instead of Bernice um, because you and Bernice are so close now. But we weren't. You weren't. You had like the same old teen mother-daughter. Yeah, yeah. My mom was 16 when she had me. I was born on her 16th birthday. And of course, she knew everything and I knew everything. And if I was 14, she was 30. Oh, God forbid. That's a nice dynamic right there. Yeah. So yeah, my parents separated. Um, she... When she finally found another boyfriend and she married him, uh, she moved to Williams Lake and there was no fucking way I was going there. I thought you did live in Williams Lake. No, I went <clears> there <throat> and lived there for a few months managing a gym when Austin was little. Right. Oh, okay. Right? Yeah. So my mom and Alex and Randy and then Randy's children lived in Williams Lake and I lived here with one way. And again, he wasn't a huge hands-on father. So I had all kinds of freedom. My childhood was kind of like if that 70s show <laughs> and uh, I don't know, and Sons of Anarchy. If that 70s show and Sons of Anarchy had a baby, had a baby, <laughs> that baby would have been my childhood. I, uh, yeah. Um, I mean, for the most part, my childhood I thought was great, um, which kind of, you know, naive, being naive is is a good thing because then as an adult and you look back on your life you're like what were my parents thinking <laughs> like the time they shot our dogs because they thought our dogs had rabies but really they ate a cookie sheet full of pot that was kind of a traumatic day <laughs> you say yeah that was <laughs> That was a traumatic. And I know if my mom's watching this, she's going to be, Jesus Christ, Vicky, what is wrong with you? <laughs> Telling these stories. <laughs> and then giving me the proverbial leg kick under the table. And then I would go, why are you kicking me under the table, mom? And then her eyes would roll so deep back in her head and her lip would curl that I knew I wasn't going to walk straight for weeks. You know, I see uh, you and Dominic do stuff like that too what do you mean i don't kick him under the table no but he's like why are you telling people this 
and he's only six. <laughs> he doesn't like to have his his secrets told too, so it's got to be some kind of a genetic thing. Me, I'm I'm an open book. What do you want to know about me? I'll tell you. I don't I don't care. Maybe you'll learn something from my uh, from my experiences. But yeah, Dominic does do that because he doesn't want his secrets out. Yeah. So should we continue with the story about the dogs being shot? Is there much more to that story? Well, how the pot got down by the freezer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, so. And, you know, my parents got divorced too. And uh, we went to live with, we went wherever my mom went to live, which was quite, I don't know, chaotic for a bit. We moved lots there for uh, in the my early childhood days. And then she decided to get married again, which wasn't, which wasn't the best either. I'm just, I'm just picturing my mom's face while she's watching this pod or listening to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm probably going to get a cease and desist letter in the mail from a lawyer or something. <laughs> Mothers and daughters, that should be a topic. Mothers and daughters. Don't even get me started on my daughter. <laughs> I'm glad I only had one daughter. That is for show. Sure. Oh. I don't know. Once again, minor. Oh, look at us. Yeah. Minor pretty. Minor. One's on the other side of the world and one's downstairs in the basement. Uh, you know, Austin, you could consider him a daughter too, but <laughs> yeah. he kinda, sometimes he's more fashionable. He, than, uh, yeah, yeah. And he is girl. so much more emotionally uh, sensitive. Sensitive. Yeah, I was going to say needy, but sensitive would probably be the best way to put mm. that. Yeah. Does he listen to the podcast? Oh, I'm not, I'm, no, but Danielle does. Oh, I don't okay. know if Austin does. Well, Danielle, you can just keep that to yourself. <laughs> I'm sure you already know how emotionally sensitive um, Austin can be, but yeah, you don't need to tell him that we know how emotionally sensitive <laughs> he is. <laughs> yeah, he might he might look like um, Paul Bunyan, however. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> the brawny man, the blonde brawny man. Yeah. Boys are, boys are more emotionally sensitive I find on a whole men men don't deal with their sensitive side very well at least the ones I know <laughs> which you could say something about me but I, know. I lose respect for men quite easily so <laughs> <laughs> that's I do I really yes. do she's single that, that, and that's yeah and that's a topic all on its own right there but I do, I, I do lose um, respect for men quite easily. And then I find myself staying in a relationship for far too long because I've lost respect for them. And then that could say, that could have something to do with the men I picked too. I don't know. But I ha there's not very many men that I have not lost respect for. Wow, on that note. <laughs> no, we got, well, I think we got 10 more minutes here. Oh, yeah. We get almost 10 more minutes. Okay, so the topic again was what? <laughs> the hardest things about aging and the best things about aging. Oh, the best thing about aging, though, and I cannot believe I've waited this long. I've waited 23 minutes into the podcast before I said the best thing about aging. Botox. 
<laughs> I fucking love my Botox. Yes, yes, yes. To the point where I get it about every three months. And I think I'm going to be getting some in November. You need some? Want some? Uh, I probably haven't had any since last December, so maybe. Yeah, I'm thinking about doing it here in a few weeks in November. every three months and I do every 12. I find it just wears out faster on me. I like it to be crisp. I like, I like how my eyebrows have that little arch in them. And I find it makes my face look skinnier too. <laughs> but that is the best thing about um, growing old is having Botox. I fucking love that shit. And the uh, being legal to drink everywhere. Well, yeah, I guess. Except for in the Did Muslim, except for in the Muslim countries where <laughs> I don't think that's anything to do with age. But I don't know if uh, it ever age ever stopped me from drinking. Oh, really? Yeah, you never stole alcohol from your parents' liquor cabinet. Um, not no, my you're... not my parents' liquor cabinet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We used to take a, I mean, I'm sure everybody did or not everybody, but the majority used to just raid the liquor cabinet with a 500 milliliter pop can or a pop bottle and a, a little bit of spiced rum and a little bit of vodka and a little bit of gin and a little bit of, and then you just chased it. Fuck. And then, what and, could you and, possibly and chase you that with? And then you fell down a few you think? times. So in this bottle. And, and then you'd fall out of the cab and under the cab sometimes. And oh, I then still you'd... do that. <laughs> I still do that. That has nothing to do and with And your friends would put you in the shower, fully dressed in cold water. Yeah. Are these personal experience? Not talking from personal experience. I'm going to call bullshit on that one. <laughs> <laughs> and that come has taken like 20 odd years for me to hear these. Yeah. The story. And then your dad gets up and he cooks like oh. pork chops for breakfast. <laughs> oh, God. Again, again, not talking from personal experience. Oh, that even just made me gay just thinking about it. Fuck, I hate having a hangover. Nothing worse than having oh, a that's hangover. that's something that gets worse as you get older. No, mine has consistently stayed shitty. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I. You don't remember where you could just, like, drink days and days and days on end and never have a hangover? No. Oh. That has never been my life. I have I always have to take a day in between. Even when I was younger, I get hangovers so bad. I find that I don't get hangovers as bad now because I'm usually just having some red wine and I'm not drinking to the point of no return because you cannot get up with a six-year-old. And have a hangover. Well, that might be the difference. The way I have hangovers. Because anyway. I think when I was younger, I was probably drinking again a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of this. Or all we in, all the in the same bottle. You would put you would all put that it all in the same bottle. Chase it with Seven Up. What the Coke fuck or... could you chase that with? That would change. No, oh, that no, would no. change. Like it doesn't change it. It just gets the taste gone faster. God, you should like chase it with some Frank's hot sauce or something like it's that. Like tequila and the lime. But at least a lime is good, and tequila is good. And tequila is just tequila. It's not tequila with some spiced rum in it, which, I mean, only belongs in eggnog. I couldn't drink spiced rum for the longest time. It wasn't until we went back east to watch the Grey Cup with Corn Shane, so like 2008. And what were you drinking it with then? I mean, like drinking it mixed with then? Coke, and it's only because the pub that we were at had them on special jugs of spiced rum and Coke on Oh, my fuck. 
they were like, let's make the worst drink special we could ever come up with today. <laughs> and let's see the morons that order it by the glass. Oh, no, no, wait, wait. Let's make it really worse and order it by the pitcher. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it didn't help. It was probably a fucking joke. It was probably a joke. There were probably like the bartenders like, what kind of fucking moron is going to order a picture of Spice Rum and Coke? It'll be those two girls over there wearing Lions jerseys, <laughs> boy shorts, uh, and orange leg warmers. Thinking they're so cute with their Spice Rum and Coke. We ran around Montreal looking like that for a whole weekend. <laughs> was it a Diet Coke or just Coke? Uh, probably, I don't know. I probably didn't care at that time. Probably just Coke. I'm, I'd have to ask Cor. There is not enough money in the world to make me drink a pitcher of that. Like, seriously. There's no way. I'm not a highball kind of girl. Yeah, well, you couldn't pay me to drink eggnog, so. Oh, yeah, that's right. You don't drink. No. You no. had to sip, I think, a couple of Christmases ago, and I thought that was odd of you to be drinking that. No, I don't know. Well... So what else are you going to do with your day today, Vanessa? Well, i got to go to work. Right now I'm doing some online program updates. So computer work. So um, Vanessa does these hoodies that say PG Fitness Connection on it. And we're, and going we're to, both wearing one right now. We are, and we look so good in them. And we're going to be getting some um, hoodies, right? Yep, yep. Hoodies it's made with made. coffee and cream, not necessary. And then, so it'll, it would be look like this. It would be coffee and cream, not necessary, right there. And then where it says, my boobs right where now. it says your link to, <laughs> to a kick ass lifestyle, that will say because we drink wine. No, it'll say coffee and cream. And yeah. Underneath where it says link, cream, coffee and cream, and underneath it'll say not necessary. And then there's just a little wine glass in front. Okay. Of it. All right. <laughs>